Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And joining us now, Megan Hesketh, 28-year-old from uh, Boston who dealt with breast cancer and Ann Partridge. Uh, doctor, founder, and director of the program for young adults with breast cancer. Megan, let's start with you. Where does your story journey begin? Uh, hi, guys. Hi. My journey begins actually last year. I was diagnosed at the age of 26, and my symptoms came on that we thought it was COVID. So I was in the hospital for about a week. Nobody really knew what was going on. I had shortness of breath, difficulty breathing, things such as like stairs were hard for me. I'm a physical therapist, so I'm very active. Like going up and down stairs was a shocker for me. So again, this was like during the big COVID wave. We thought this was COVID. Tests came back and unfortunately it turned out to be metastatic breast cancer. Um, I have an oncologist in my family is my dad. And so, wow, <laughs> yeah. So I kind of have a really great support team. And after a lot of discussion with his colleagues, we determined that the best place to get care was Dana-Farber with Dr. Partridge because they specialize in young adults with breast cancer. And I've been there since June of 2022 and the care has just been remarkable. It's been amazing. Um, I feel great. I just completed the pan mass challenge earlier this month. So my physical skills have come back. I can go up and down stairs. I can bike 162 miles and it's all thanks to the care that I'm getting at the Dana-Farber. So t- you talk to me about, Dr. Partridge, about uh, Young and Strong, because that's the program that you created for I young did. women with breast cancer? Sure. So we started this about 16 years ago, supported my mentor. We saw that our youngest patients were suffering more with their breast cancer even when they were cured and it was gone they had a lot of more side effects and were getting more aggressive therapy because they're more likely to get a more aggressive disease and then when they live with disease like Megan is um, we saw that they were having difficulty coping and managing side effects and emotionally dealing with it so we created the program to better support these patients and then to learn so that we can improve their care and improve their cancer outcomes. Did you notice anything sort of mentally in terms of a younger patient and what they were dealing with, even in their 20s, who is a functional adult and working and all that, versus someone maybe in their late 50s or 60s and 70s? Is it different emotionally based on age, potentially, when dealing with breast cancer? So breast cancer is no fun for anybody at any age. But for our youngest patients, it's so not normal to get breast cancer. Whereas as you get older, you know, the neighbor down the street had it and she did fine. And my cousin had it. 
young people they're diagnosed they don't know anybody their age who's had breast cancer and they're dealing with a lot of other competing things in their lives who needs a breast cancer they're trying to create families they're trying to date they're trying to finish their schooling they're trying to start a career and so throw in a breast cancer and it can be devastating and so what we've tried to do is help women to sort through that give them additional supports so that they can manage their lives and get the best breast cancer care so even with um colon cancer there's like there's a this age right that you and it's getting lower and lower for breast cancer mammograms what is that age so breast cancer for mammogram screening for population screening it's recently just moved to go back to 40 and older and that's because we're seeing an increase in our young patients getting breast cancer and so it used to be 45 or 50 before that and we've just gone down more not that mammograms are so much better than they were they're getting better and better but to increase the potential catch early for patients who may be developing any particular cancer. reason why because i feel like i've heard that a lot a lot of the cancers that we've uh, doctors that we've talked to this if there's screening involved everything is being lowered because issues that people are being diagnosed with whatever the cancer is earlier than before. Yeah, so we're seeing this across the board for colon, yeah. for breast, for several of the solid tumors around the world. There are more and more what we call young onset cancers. We're not 100% sure why of this, and that's a lot of the research that we're doing. Some of it we think is about lifestyle. We think it's about weight gain. We think it's about delays in having pregnancies for breast cancer in particular. Wow. Uh, I Megan, I got to ask you, your mom's a nurse and you said your dad is a thoracic oncologist. Mm -hmm. Was it ever bad having people who knew too much? Did you have to be like, la, 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 I'm being treated very well. You know, was it almost overwhelming or easier in a way because you had family who understood what you were about to go through? Um, I would say it was definitely easier because my parents were able to interpret the medical jargon that is and give it to me. In Go from medical to English yes. for those who need it, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's like having a real medical dictionary. And um, my dad has been in communication with Dr. Partridge a lot about clinical trials that are coming out, future research, and what the next steps might be looking to be appropriate for me treatment-wise. So Dr. Partridge is kind of like the quarterback of my team, but we're also having like my dad who's communicating with Dr. Partridge make like the best game plan for me to get the best care there is. In a way though, and as much as I did kind of ask the question kind of funny, it's got to yeah. be of great comfort to you that yeah. you have people in your house who have not only intimate understanding from the medical end, but also the emotions of what you were about to go through as well after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, kind of funny in the sense that I'm very relaxed. The very first thing Dr. Partridge said to me was that I'm cool as a cucumber. My mom carries my anxiety, I like to say. So she is my emotional one. Um, so I think we make a good team. Like if I need to vent or something, I can go to my mom and call her on the way home from work or something. And then if my mom needs to relax, I can talk to her. So I think we just have a really good interpersonal system that we balance our emotions with each other. And then we can also understand what this path looks like and what we can look forward to moving forward with research as well. So you're a physical therapist, right? Yep. Last one for me. Let's yes. say 
I got a bad back. Correct. Can't yeah. touch my toes. Sure. And it's achy. What, what, give, me, give me some tips to loosen up my back. Yeah, well, you definitely want to start with stretching your hamstrings. Okay. Basically. Hamstrings, number one. <laughs> it's definitely important. Can't touch my toes. I don't know. I, I, don't tore, know. I, I tore one playing football, so I'm like. That means it was too tight. You weren't stretching. Uh, that's exactly right. He you wasn't. know what it was? I built my, it was honest to God, and all the lifting, I did calves and quads and didn't do enough hamstrings. Yeah. There it goes. Our calves when the it pops most. from your glute, you're like, uh-oh, you screwed up. Are yeah. calves the most useless muscle on the body, in the human body? Calves. Like, if somebody has big calves, if somebody has little calves, like so? They have good power if they have big uh. calves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Good all explosion. Right. Yeah, all right. That's well, right. There you there go. You know, and you whenever your back starts to hurt. No explosion. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah, it's all gone. But you're 13 years in the NFL. Yeah, yeah so uh, I have an excuse. I'm just a large Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Megan Hesketh, 28-year-old uh, from Boston, and Dr. Ann Partridge, thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for thank telling you. your story. Yeah, it was great thank you both. Doc, thank you. Great to see you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.